Good morning, everybody. It's the JT and CC, or the CC and JT amateur hour, where production values go to die. Across the table for me is CC. And across from me is JT. And uh, if you're coming here for a professional kind of podcast, well, you're going to be disappointed because we don't do music, we don't do commercials, we just sort of sit here and chat. Yes, we chat a lot. We chat. When for those of us, for those of you that are new to the experience, we are basically writers, so to speak. We've got some self-published books out there, and we've learned some things along the way, and we just wanted to be, share our experiences and hopefully light a path and make it easier for others to follow where we have gone, or perhaps learn from our example. Because sometimes that is our role in life, only to example for others not to follow. <laughs> that can be very valuable service for people. Yeah, so uh, so take everything we say with a grain of salt, because we, we just because we have a podcast doesn't make us an expert. No. Which is a good rule in life for all the millions of other podcasters out there. Well, there are some people consider them experts who have worked on things for a span of a life, and they have a lot of experience. Technically, we do have a lot of experience early adulthood, so a few years now, but what would be considered a successful writer is not what I have achieved. Yeah, we're getting there. We may get there someday. We may not get there someday. Um, things that are happening this week is, uh, this is the, uh, it is uh, September 18th. It is the last weekend before fall, and boy, can you feel it in the air this morning. We went outside, and it's like, yeah, sweater, sweater weather. Yes, got to pull out my favorite sweatshirt. Yeah. And also the look different. I've noticed the clouds are harsher. And, you know, when you get the dark clouds, it's more like you... But now we're getting... They almost look like they the sky. And you tell that's a precursor. Yeah, there's actually uh, rain in the forecast and snow in the uh, very, very upper upper. upper upper of the Sierra Nevadas, way up there. So, uh, as always, if you're traveling this week, we wish you to be safe. We wish you to be careful. Uh, you know, and uh, hey, let's go. Here goes the here comes the rain, and hopefully it'll help the uh, big smoke event of the local area. And uh, boy, we've had some days like really nasty, nasty days. We did have a day so bad last week, not in our city, but the north of us, where the uh, schools were shut down. Yeah. And it wasn't just uh, public schools; also the university college shut down. So yeah. it was really, really bad. So. If you're in an area that's being affected by smoke, you have our some rough, rough. T- yeah, both of us are graduates of that university, and uh, we uh, we know from personal experience that it does not close its doors unless it's really, really something. It's like, like snow days just don't happen at the University of No Respect, so it's like, yeah. And yes, that's what we call it. Yeah. Okay, uh, what else is going on this week? Uh, I worked. I dived a little bit into my personal project. Not a lot, but at least I got the uh, got the toe in the water again. I keep using that metaphor to work. Uh, but there's so many things going on in these last two weeks of September because we have we have the um, we have our personal works, our mutual work, which my last two a day job, and um, lots of things going on. Uh, not to mention the day jobs. And- well, and in your case, the day job is to shift to writing for the next months. Figure out what. In the retirement sector of the population, which most people I've heard absolutely love it, wonder where the heck they ever had time to hold a day job, anything. So that's uh, exciting, stressful. And the other thing that's going on uh, quite a bit in our lives is that we're taking the graphic design class. And uh, see, why don't you send me your stuff, and uh, I'll make it part of the uh, the post that we send out, so we can say, hey, people, we actually. Uh, we actually were doing graphic design stuff. It's very, we're very, you know, we're in the kindergarten phase of graphic design. We're using Illustrator, and you can only tell when we're doing our homework when you hear click, 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 click all the freaking time. Interspersed with 
Colorful language. Colorful language. Why didn't it curve like I wanted it to? Uh, 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 illustrator, man. And we haven't even hit Photoshop, which is what we really wanted to do. But this uh, illustrator is giving us a good foundation, and it's a challenge uh, yes. for a very uh, binary mind like I have. You, you're you doing much better than I am, but my mind is very binary, and I'm having troubles. But um, we, have a, we have a semester to work through it. And I think you're selling yourself short because product that you turned out this past week actually a lot better than you thought you might do, I think. Uh, I did warn you not to go anything too intense because I made the mistake of doing a little bit more uh, detailed than I really probably should have, but it actually turned out. So I was actually impressed with how yours turned out. Well, it 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 was very frustrating. And it's like, uh, you know, the, the first image I pulled up, you know, I was just going to do a cat. And did you know that cats are furry? Oh, yes. Yeah, they are very furry. And I would have been there. I would have still been working on it if I'd, if I'd gone with the cat. Well, you saw that I went with a crow. Yeah. And do you see my creative solution to that? No, I didn't see it yet. You'll see it. Okay, send it on over to me. Send me the yes. uh, send me the PDFs and uh, that'll be the... We'll get that going. Okay, so we've been doing graphic design. We've been doing uh, writing. We've been doing... We're very creative here. Uh, you know, we're, we're artists. We're yes. artists. We're artists. And it's funny that people... Maybe, you know, of course, graphic arts design has the word arts in it, but people realize that writing is also, uh, you know, don't, it's, art is not the first word that comes to their brain. No. And it's it's funny how that works. I've always, I, you know, I know that reading a book is work because some people, you know, have different comprehensively challenged to read. So some people would probably equate writing to work. But you know, but for me, once I get an idea, it's it's just, all it is is oh, tap, 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 tap at the keyboard again. But uh, once we get going, we get going. Well, and I think it's a little different for you than it is for me. I do consider writing doing visual art because I am seeing something in my mind and the words that are coming out are a reflection of what I'm seeing. So it's not that I'm just putting the words on the page, but I'm trying to explain mm -hmm. the stories that are going on in my head. So I don't know if you feel the same way about your process. Trying but to draw it, a picture. Yes, but uh, with words. And I guess it's, it's time to uh, segue into uh, content editing, content editing, which is what we uh, got this week. We have a work in progress. Uh, and for those of you that are uh, late to the game, let me explain it so you have a foundation. We went to a movie. It was a silly movie. We left the movie. We thought, boy, we could do that. And when we, so what it is, CC wrote a chapter, I wrote a chapter, she wrote a chapter, I wrote a chapter. We went back and forth and tried to make it into a rom-com. It's more rom than com. And uh, we did, the, we put together, it's close to 70,000 words now. And then we sent that off to our, to our editors. And we first had a content editor. Now a content editor doesn't care about punctuation, don't care about grammar. They care about ideas and they care about the strength of idea and they care about uh, plot holes and all of those things that you know make up a book and we got the content editing uh back on friday yes we got it back on friday and uh we've already made some changes to it and we got to do a deeper dive but we learned something about content editing that uh we hadn't taken into consideration before when we sent this off we were looking for something a little more you know light you know you, you know, nothing really serious whereas the content editor and i'm not saying this to the, the negative side of it no. because she and uh, she identified her, she came up with some very obvious points that we missed when right uh, but I also think that she went to 11, whereas we were trying to go to more towards 2 and sort of come up in the middle. Uh, but, let, you know, let's talk, about, let's talk about that a little bit. So 
Um, not so much the, uh, you know, the details of the content editing way our book yet. But you read, what was your impression? Was it close to what I was thinking? What, what was your impression of her feedback? I thought she had some very good points. One of the things that she mentioned was actually something that I had started fixating on a little bit after we the manuscript out, which usually is what happens. When you publish a book, it's like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I forgot to do this, or I missed this error. Or, so there was something very obvious that came to my mind after we sent it off, and she picked up on it. So um, I was happy to think that it wasn't just me fixating on something that wasn't a big deal, but also on the other hand, it was like, how did we miss that? And I kind of feel that way about a lot of the feedback we got. It was, um, you know, what seemed to make logical sense to us did not to somebody else. And this is why you have multiple sets of eyes on your books. If it's just a beta reader, numerous beta readers, you can get your hands on them. All these different perspectives help you things out so it's most logical, greatest amount of people. And we've talked about that before, about the editing process, how important it is to have somebody have a, you know, another look at it because um, because we are in sync. You would hope after 40-something years of being together, we <laughs> would have some things in sync. And even though we'd never written a book together, we were, again in sync right now some of that of course comes from communicating along the way we were talking about things uh, but there but it wasn't as in sync as you might think after 40 years of marriage because we definitely had different writing styles yes and i think that you at the end of the thing and you can correct me if i'm wrong here excuse me at the end of the at the end of it it seems like you conformed more towards my writing style than i conformed towards yours because i'm very i don't want to say minimalist but uh, I, I, you know, uh, she even picked up redu some redundancies, and I'm not a big redundancy guy. I don't like the redundancy. But it was, uh, but it was that uh, it was that second set of our third set of eyes, technically that third set of eyes, which I think will strengthen the book. But we do have some rewriting that we have to. Yes, I don't think that we have any major things to rewrite. It's basically we need to shift a few things because there are some things that seem to make sense to us at the time that uh, don't really have. Uh, they didn't really make sense. So because we are so in sync, we kind of knew what we were saying, but other people didn't. And I was expecting that. But the changes we have to make, I don't think it's like we rewrite the whole book. Basically, we have to shift it in the book to make them make So we're going to be doing another joint writing sessions here or editing session. Now we're not going to be doing writing. We're going to be doing editing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be taking the Word doc and I'm going to be putting it back up into Google Docs. And so we both have access to the same document. We're going to sit down, look at the same screen and probably put it on the big screen TV both of us at our individual computers and then work on it individually like you know individually as a team and make changes that way and just go through it chapter by chapter and uh, and then it's that's going to be a challenge because we're going to have before when we were writing we were writing before we were doing it chapter by chapter each of us in our own worlds each of us in our own perspective but now we're going to have to think more globally uh taking this good feedback and thinking, okay, well, this is how it appeared in chapter three. We have to think about how it appears in chapter 27 and make sure chapter 23 and chapter 27 are consistent. Right. Because readers require that. They want consistency, and we respect that. This is not a fantasy. It is a kind of a fantasy world, but it, this particular world that we built is, uh, is built on real-world rules and atmosphere and all of the gravity and all of that stuff so it has to be it has to be consistent and it has to be, uh acceptable and i don't know i believe anyway my impression was that the the way we wrote it 
initially my thought was that my character would have a very distinct voice and yours would have a very distinctly different voice. And I picked up on that, that it did sound yeah, she, like they were said, two distinct characters. She said is, when she opened the book, she could t see, you know, if she felt that she could open the book anywhere, she could see just from the tone who the char which character was speaking, which is right. important because when writing these things, it's easier to get mixed up. And I did that yesterday when I was editing. It's like I did a character shift and it's like, oh, I got to go back. I'm back to everything. But that was kind of my thought process in the first place was that it would be valuable for us to have the different characters written by two different people so that we did have those distinctly different voices because one of the things that I've realized is that I tend to make my characters all sound alike so I think that was a valuable thing to learn was that we were um, successful in that and that we I don't think she said that it wasn't smooth at any point like it was jarring the shift or anything it seemed like that was not an issue so I think in that case we were yeah and that's actually one of my big big i've read a couple about well, more than a couple of independent books and i will just stop reading a book if there's a if there's a pov a point of view shift an unexplained point of view shift that just drives me crazy because it's just like okay forget this i can't do uh because i can't keep up i want i want things and again i've mentioned this i'm kind of binary i want things to be one two three four five six seven eight nine ten reading a book that is one seven two eight three nine is a challenge and maybe that's 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 me of course uh that's not everybody some people do enjoy that jumping around i mean it's movies just built all around that uh one thing she also pointed out and um you know i'm thinking that we probably gonna end up dumping the epilogue because uh we had a very dramatic epilogue uh that went in a different direction and w to set us up for a sequel but now that she's pointed some things out i'm thinking that we need to dump that epilogue yes i think the sequel may be completely different than what we had initially thought because of certain changes that we're making to the story that make perfect sense. They were great suggestions, very helpful. I think based on those changes that are whatever story we might do next, focusing on a different person. Yeah, and I think that's needed. We might do the same thing, but it's the, the, if we do do that, the next book is going to be a heck of a challenge to rep replicate because... Uh, we'll be shifting to two different characters, and I just realized, just as we were sitting here, the male character of the couple that we're thinking of is, is going to be very difficult to write from for me. Uh, so it might be uh, it, it might be a good exercise, but it'll still be blech, still be rather distasteful. Whereas you, you kind of get the free ride. Your character is kind of probably easier than mine. That's a good point because the character in this first book, it's more of your personality type, even though. Not everything about the character melds your life, but it's the type of thing you've read about, some things that you've experienced. I think that felt more familiar for you, whereas my characters, I've actually read about a lot of the that um, the characters are so ingrained in my thought process that they're easy to write, even though I haven't experienced that the characters. Yeah, it's going to be a definite challenge because um, I'm going to definitely be going from one character type to another. Whereas uh, your characters, well, they're related. So they, you know, they're not going to be exactly the same, but it's still going to be. So the sequel will definitely be a challenge. Um, but uh, let's let's shift a little bit here. Let's talk about our future. First of all, do you think we hit enough on content editing? You know, I think so. That the idea is that you really want a fresh set of eyes to show what you've had with your writing. That the story itself maybe had some. Yeah, and we we appreciate finding those holes because. The things that uh, that uh, she pointed out, 
uh, you know, were, were significant. And uh, we appreciate that those fixes and we'll be jumping all over those. And then we'll be sending it back again. Uh, this time, I think it's more, I can't remember what it is next. It's content editor and then it's... Line editing? Line editing or something like that. I think it may be the line edit and then like the proofread. Yeah, something like that. So, so it will shift to more of the technical grammatical. Grammatical stuff. So we got to make sure that we get the, the, the story right now. And the challenge with that is, as you mentioned, this is the last two weeks of your day job. We have to have this done and back to them by your last day on the day job. So yeah. we need to really, none of those you know, evenings where we're just sitting around relaxing and streaming, we have to sit down and actually work on this. And not only do we have to buckle down on that, but we also have class that we have to work on yes. too. So it's all of these things all at once is just going to be, yeah. And but then after the day after, we submit the manuscript and you're done with your day job. You're good. Now what? Now what? <laughs> yeah, we might have some now what's. Um, what I want to talk about now uh, is just very briefly, let's talk about uh, our future project. And uh, NaNoWriMo is coming up. Yes. Uh, many of my books that I've done is have come out of NaNoWriMo. And, um, and so I have a project in mind. Do you have a NaNoWriMo project in mind, a brand new fresh one, or is it your current project? Well, I hope to have my current project done by November. At least a first draft hold of on, it. Hold on, hold on. You know, I just realized. NaNoWriMo is? National Novel Writing Month. And what does it mean? It's the month where basically sit down and you write 50,000 words in 30 days. It can be a challenge. I don't think we are so challenged the amount of content we put out there. It's just sometimes once you're done with the month, you look at it and it's like, okay, that was a good exercise, but I don't think it come out of this. Yeah, you have to average about 1,700 words a day, and that's a challenge for some people. But we need to point out that completing NaNoWriMo, getting to 50,000 words, is is not the point. The point of NaNoWriMo is to get something out there. And so if you finish with 10,000 words, 20,000 words, whatever the content is, and I've done NaNoWriMo where I've come up with 60 or 70,000 because I've had ideas. The point of, of NaNoWriMo is to get something on paper or on computer, so to speak. The point is to get your ideas out there to get the flow going to get and know that there are thousands of people around the world that are doing the same thing because writing you know is it's solitary it's generally a solitary it's the the writing part is done solitary the editing is done by a group but it's a it can be a very solitary lonely thing when you're you're trying to hammer out and you're trying to remember the difference between there there and there and so no. <laughs> and so uh NaNoWriMo provides that that very excellent inspiration that you're part of a group but I don't want folks and I, I want to say this a couple of to get wrapped up in the that they have to make a certain goal they just need to get sit down and start something that's the goal starts and if real life comes along or if your own predilections come along and you don't finish that 50,000 words no big deal well and some of the challenge for people is that it happens in November and the end of November can it's the beginning of the holiday season. people are not in a working place you're more in a I want to celebrate this a time when maybe have Thanksgiving or something or we're getting ready for whatever you celebrate at the end of year it's a tendency for people, I think, to get off to a great start, and then about in the middle of the month, they realize they haven't gotten as far as they wanted to do, and then all of a sudden, all of these other things start happening. And it can be a good exercise to plan ahead, that you know the holidays are coming and get some more writing. You know it, uh, you won't have as much time as you might have thought. So that's it's a good exercise in pre-planning. It's a good exercise in King daily. It is a good exercise. Uh, some people do what they call preptober which is throughout the month of October, they set up with Ember. 
And then there are also the follow-ups. There's Nano Edmo, I believe, which happens in February of the following year. So you've let your manuscript sit a while and go back and work on it. And then there's Camp Nano, which is a little bit more free-flowing that happens in July. And if you want to start on something but not try the November version of it, Camp Nano can be a lot of fun. Cabins with other writers, or you can be. You can set up cabins. So you have a lot of different options. But if you do the November version, it's good to think ahead to what's going to happen to the month. Okay, so now that we've thoroughly explained or maybe even over explained what nano is well it's just that's part of the process though is that you have to prepare for it yeah nanoremo.org for the website and i'll put the link in the post but uh so you were talking about what your plans are for nanoremo yes i have a something i've written previously that i do plan to rewrite i'm going to start it completely fresh i'm not working off of an old manuscript I'm just taking what I have in my head and I restructure based on what I've learned from our collaborative writing process, which I think has improved my writing style. So I do have a project. It is, we talked about, I think last week, was last week historical fiction? No, I don't even remember now. Anyway, we talked in one of our previous podcasts about historical, and there will be historic aspects to this story. So I will, I do have the information. I already have it in my head pretty clearly. So it should fingers crossed, be a smooth process. Yeah, but it's always a challenge, of course, getting from the brain to the fingers. But yes, Uh, for me, I'm probably, I might do uh, prep talk. What is it? Prep. Preptober. Preptober. What a weird word. Well, it's preparation October. So it's preptober. I might do preptober. I do think I have a book in mind. It's going to be a completely fresh one that I could just focus on for uh, nano and just focus on that back. So it'll be completely a, com- a completely new project slash sequel kind of thing. I'm right, thinking of writing a sequel talk that I've already got out there. So that might just be so I could do something fresh and just, you know, have something completely different. Uh, instead of the space opera, which I've started restarted three times now, because I keep thinking of new things and new hooks, and I'm a bad writer. I keep restarting it, but I never finish. So... Because I can't quite figure out the finish, so what I'm doing is I'm procrastinating in the end by restarting the beginning. But th- this restart was necessary, and we talked about hooks in the previous previous uh, podcast. That hook that pulls the reader in, and this current book did not have that hook, and I came up with one right in bed one day, and it's like, ah, <laughs> ah crap. But, uh, so I've incorporated that hook, and I'm, I'm going through this book, and... I may put it on the shelf now for a while because we have so much else going on uh, because we do have other priorities and other things that need to be taken care of, uh, you know, during September and October. So I may be starting a, a new book in November. Well, if it is a sequel to The King of, there will be people who will be very excited and I will be one of them. So uh, I look forward to reading it. Yeah, all I have to do is figure out, you know, minor details like plot. But other than that... <laughs> You've had... Is this the one that we kind of fleshed out you know there was a story that you had in mind uh, on we've, one done, of our tr- we've done that we've done that a couple of times and i'm not really sure whatever happened but anyway not gonna worry about it we'll, right. we'll figure it out when we get there so and then okay so so we have we have our nano projects we have our individual projects that we've been sort of tip tapping around uh, a long time and then we're going to going to be uh, probably 2023 depending on things uh, we may be doing the sequel to the project that we talked about at the beginning of this podcast that you and I wrote. And so we're going to be just busy that way. And of course, we're still going to be doing the graphics, graphic art design or graphic design thing because uh, that's kind of that's actually kind of fun once you get over the hump of certain things like writing stinking curves. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you think we may do the second semester in the spring? I think that we sort of kind of have to. I think okay. we should do, we kind of have to. And that way we get a full, we can make start making decisions as to how much we want to incorporate graphic arts design. And of course, this is like a 12 or 15 uh, credit, you know, series. Right. So uh, we will probably, what, I re- what I'm thinking is, is we'll do the course in the spring, mm-hmm. the next course in the spring, and then we'll decide whether or not we want to continue on with it. Right now I'm thinking yes, but on the flip side, this is we're only on assignment two. Right. So we may be getting ahead of ourselves here. Oops, we have to take a test. Yes, we do. Okay. And I have to submit my homework. And you have, So uh, we're going to go. I think we should then go ahead and wrap this up because we have things to do. Well, and one of the things that we forgot to mention in all of everything else that's coming up in the next couple of months is that we are going to be reorganizing our house. Oh, yeah. To um, sub, you know, kind of support your new lifestyle. So that's going to project on top of yeah. everything else. Yeah. Big move is coming up. Uh, we probably sometime in October where we're going to reorganize the, the living room and turn it into a partner desk kind of thing so we'll be taking pictures of before and after us to show you uh, our new process and increase our workspace and increase our joint workspace because right now we each of us have two offices in this house our house is really we were we were so lucky to get our house when we did we were we timed it so perfectly uh, that we got a house that has over 2,000 square feet and so we both ended up with individual off two individual offices uh, downstairs and upstairs. And we're blessed that way. But the problem with that, of course, is is that because we're writing joint projects, is that that actually works against us. So what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, one of our offices, respective offices, and we're going to combine it and put it downstairs and make it into one office. So we'll have so we will end up with um, our, our, our resp- individual offices upstairs and a joint office downstairs. And the challenge with the downstairs space, it's our, currently our living room, a long, narrow room. It's almost like a bowling alley. So organizing the furniture is a little tricky. There's a door kind of right in the middle, and there's a wall of windows, and you know, we have this gigantic arch into our dining room. It's kind of L-shaped, but kind of long and narrow. So I think into our collaborative office space will make more sense. Yeah. It will give us more room. Plus, we'll still have a little right next to a fireplace. It'll be awesome so area. We'll, working from home, you know, big time. Big time. So that also is on top of everything else we mentioned this podcast. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how we migrate that way because we do have a lot of, you know, October, you know, September, October, mostly October, September is almost done. Actually. We're heading into the last two. So October is going to be a big month for us. So uh, you know, stay tuned and we'll keep you up to anything. No, I think now I'm overwhelmed and stressed out. Yeah, we're pretty freaked out now. Yeah, we, we stopped blinking about 10 minutes ago when we started thinking about what we're all doing here. Oh, boy. Sometimes it's just better not to think about it and just jump in and do it. Yeah, that's pretty much our, been our rule of life. Let tomorrow take care of itself. Let's fix today. Yikes. And okay. Yeah, our life has kind of been a result of that. So we've done some interesting things. <laughs> okay, pregnant pause there. Uh, anything else on your mind? No, I just, I hope everybody enjoys the last few days of summer in the Northern Hemisphere or the last few days of winter in the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, if in case anybody listens to us in the Southern Hemisphere, good eye. <laughs> or wherever you may wherever live. Wherever you are. Okay. But, uh, you know, just if nothing else, and this is something that we really need to think about the next few months, take a minute, take a breath, relax. Remember that things are shifting. We're having seasonal shifts. We're having everything major life shifts in some cases. So try to relax, take a deep breath, and hang in there. Yep, hang in there. That's it. Do And if you, uh, 
If you want to talk about things, if you want to chat with us, obviously we're going to have plenty of time to do that. Um, <laughs> so I'm kidding, of course. But if you do want to reach out to us and you have some ideas or if you want to talk about stuff, please feel free. We did receive a request from somebody to be included on the podcast and we still have to figure out that technical aspect, but we'll get around. But if you are an independent writer and you want to do that, or if you're an independent writer and you've had people, you know, dial in or log into your podcast, please let us know how you did that because we're, we're kind of stymied. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, we have over 80 podcast episodes out there now. So in time, I think there will be so many that people will just stumble across it somewhere. And, yeah, you, but poor, you poor, poor people. The thing is that uh, we have a very specific kind of style, no style, yeah. stream of consciousness kind of thing going on, I guess. Yeah, let's let's let these people go. I think we we're, should. we're just blabbering now. Uh, you can hear this podcast and other podcasts on our website at www.carsonhume.com. You can find links to our books. You can, of course, you get through our contact. And you, people do actually use that. And you, they leave comments, give us feedback. So please do that because we would love to hear from you. Uh, next week, our episode will focus on something. Probably more freaking out about what we've got going on. Yeah, because uh, things will be really, uh, really, you know, 2022 is winding up to be a very interesting and exciting time. But don't let us uh, freeform all along. If you have some ideas of something you want to talk about, if you have questions, you know, let us know. We will be glad to read on air, and so to speak, and we'll be able to respond. Until then, we're going to let you go and get back to your real life. Please take care of yourselves. We respect you. You're doing just fine. Across the table for CC. And across from T. We wish you the very best weekend, y'all. Take